Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, and welcome back to Heartblown Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to focus on establishing a high-value mindset. Now, of course, I want you to keep in mind that a high-value mindset has nothing to do with income, your job, or anything like that. A high-value mindset is how you treat yourself and treat others. So in this episode, we're going to cover low-value behaviors and high-value behaviors, as well as shedding anything that represents low-value. So let's begin with the low-value behaviors. A low-value behavior consists of a poor mindset, gossiping, jealousy, people-pleasing, arrogance, taking away from others, being a copycat, having self-doubt or worry, passive-aggressiveness, and becoming extra-guarded. Now let's go into some of these behaviors a little bit more in detail. When it comes to gossiping and focusing on what other people are doing, stirring up more drama, we really focus all of our energy on other people. When we're investing our time and energy into what someone else is doing, we aren't getting anything in return. We aren't receiving any value or any improvement or any gain by speaking about someone else. It's a waste of energy. And in the previous episode, I mentioned how our time is equated to value. In fact, it's far more valuable than money. However, I make the analogy that if you were to receive $86,400 a day, and if you didn't use every single dollar in that day, and it was thrown in the trash, how would you spend it? So I want you to think about that because we do receive 86,400 seconds a day. And all of those seconds and time that we spend on focusing on other people other than improving ourselves and increasing our own value is as if we're throwing our time away. The next thing I want to talk about is jealousy. When we feel that sense of jealousy towards other people, it's really a reflection of the lack of value we've invested in ourselves. We focus on what someone else is doing and how well they're doing without seeing the bigger picture or even having the understanding of the process in which they got to where they are. Nor do we have the gratitude for our own lives to recognize that all things are temporary. So what someone may have today, they may not keep tomorrow. It's really important to keep a mindset of gratitude and to become grateful for what we do have. And if there's something that you want, that you can invest in yourself to receive it. The next behavior I want to go over is people-pleasing. When it comes to people-pleasing, a lot of times we want someone else to like us 
or we don't want to run into confrontation that makes us feel uncomfortable. And oftentimes with people pleasing, it comes from the fear of abandonment that maybe someone would leave you. And sometimes we also run into the pattern of people pleasing. Even though we really don't want to, we do it anyway. We take away time from ourselves, even when we don't want to do something, to please someone else. And we put everyone else before our own needs when it comes to people pleasing. And the issue with that is that you are not respecting yourself first, which exudes that high value. And on the contrary, when we're worried so much about other people leaving us or abandoning us for us not doing something for them, it actually makes us less desirable. Think about things that are limited edition or exclusive or VIP. The sense of the exclusivity of things makes it more valuable. And in turn, it would make someone want to actually invest in you as well. The next behavior I want to go over is arrogance. And arrogance is a sense of false value. So whenever you meet someone that constantly talks about themselves or tries to put themselves on a pedestal to prove their value really means that they don't feel that way, but they want to. So arrogance is a way that we try to make ourselves feel better about how we feel inside, but put on that air towards other people to try to gain this sense of respect. And people can read right through it. A lot of times people completely avoid others who are arrogant just because it's just a very uncomfortable and negative experience. And that's something to keep in mind when establishing your high value mindset is to realize that you are an experience. How you appear, your tone, the things you say, the things you do, and the way that you treat yourself and others is a full experience. So you should ask yourself, how do you want to be experienced today? The next thing I want to go over is taking away from others. Now, for obvious reasons, when we take from others, we're taking away their value. And a person with a high value mindset doesn't take away from other people. They only increase more value to others around them just by them being themselves. Just by having a high value mindset and just being who they are in their natural energy is valuable enough. So whenever you run into someone or you feel the need to take away from others, you are in that mindset of lack when we are taking away from others or stealing or cheating or anything like that. So that's something that is obviously not of a high value mindset. There should be reciprocation. If you are receiving from others, you should be giving as well. And there should be a continuous cycle of value being exchanged. The next behavior I want to go into more detail about is being a copycat. And I don't know about you, but how many times have you taken 
the energy and time to find something that you really like and it just really embodies who you are. It's something that is your favorite color or it reminds you of a special experience or it suits you to the max. Everyone has their own unique features and you invest in things that really bring out the best in you. And then you share this with a friend or another person sees what you're doing and they go and copy it. They go and get the same exact thing that you have because you have it and because you are wearing it so well. Doesn't it make you feel uncomfortable? Being a copycat is like being an imposter. It's like being a knockoff version of someone else. And that is obviously low value. When you think of an original art piece and a copy of the art piece, which one has the greater value? The original art piece. Sure, the copy may suffice and get to the bare minimum requirements. However, it doesn't have that je ne sais quoi, as they say. It doesn't have that true, genuine, and authentic feel. It feels cheap. Now, of course, we can have inspirations and see things that we really like that other people have. Maybe the way they wear their hair. We really love that style. And inspiration is fine when we make it our own. So if you see a nice hairstyle that someone has and a nice color, maybe switch it up by adapting a similar color but changing up a haircut. Or if you see someone that has the shoes that you really like, maybe get the same shoes but in a different color or a different style or something like that. Just make it your own and make sure that what you're investing in suits you and it's not a complete copy and paste of what someone else has put their energy into. The next behavior I want to go over is self-doubt and worry. When we doubt ourselves, we really are not trusting ourselves. And when you trust yourself, you are valuing what you think and what you feel and what you want. So if you're running into that self-doubt, that means that perhaps for some reason, the things that you are liking or wanting or feeling cannot be trusted. Things that we don't trust are things that we don't value. So practice having more self-assurance and certainty so that you can begin to trust yourself. If it's something you don't feel 100% about, always know to take a second look or gain more clarity or research more on the topic so that you can feel confident And that self-doubt also exudes when you're out and you are engaging with other people. People can pick up when you feel that sense of self-doubt. So even making sure that you're choosing the right words, oftentimes we choose our go-to words. And if you find yourself saying, well, I think, or probably, or maybe I, or I should, if you're saying a lot of those vague terms when you know that you are absolutely certain about what you're saying, cut that out. Speak with certainty, speak with strength and assertiveness 
and people will begin to take you more seriously because just saying, well, I think or maybe really puts that sense of self-doubt into what you're saying, which then makes it less likely to be trusted. When we purchase or invest in something, we're trusting the item that we're buying is going to meet that expectation. So if the words that you say and how you're expressing yourself does not meet the expectation of what others expect of you, it reduces the amount of trust, hence the amount of value that people tie you to. Worrying is also part of that sense of doubt. So constantly worrying about what's going to happen in the future and being in a state of fear really reduces your value. Not only does it stress you out and increases your anxiety, it also increases anxiety in others as well. Even if they don't tell you, hey, you know what? A lot of what you're saying is making me very anxious. (laughs) They will also feel that energy from you as well. And when you are in a constant state of worry, you're feeling that lack of trust. Relax and focus on what you can control. Focus on the present moment because having that sense of peace and calmness and certainty will really help open many doors for you. Just knowing that you trust your feelings and you trust that you're going to be okay. So really try your best to reduce your worry. I know it's a really, really hard habit to break, especially when you do it on a regular basis. But when you find yourself feeling anxious or worrying, try to take a break from the topic or focusing on it so much and focus on something more productive or take that time to invest more into yourself. And also, if you do battle with anxiety, I would highly suggest that you listen to the Easing Anxiety series, which really helps with bridging together some amazing tips for short-term, mid-term, and long-term feelings of anxiety. The next thing I want to go over is passive aggressiveness. When we are in that state of being passive aggressive, a lot of times we want to address a situation or we want to confront how we're feeling, but we don't want to come across as aggressive or mean. So you may make some snide remarks or say something that doesn't match the same tone like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, that is a sense of passive aggressiveness. And what happens is that when you are in that state of passive aggressiveness, it causes for the person that you're being passive aggressive towards to not trust you. They don't know if you're being sarcastic. They don't know if you're being honest. They don't know your true feelings about something. They don't know the boundaries you're setting because it's very contradictory with what you are projecting. So when you find yourself being passive aggressive, take a step back control your emotions, look at things from a logical standpoint, and come back later. If you're not able to give a response because you're feeling emotional, just let the other person know, I just need some time to myself and I want to address this at a later time. The next behavior I want to go over is being extra guarded. 
you ever meet those people that have this extra guard where a woman may say, oh, well, that's the way I am. This is who I am and you better take me as I am or I don't take this or I don't take that or that kind of attitude, you know, they kind of just embody like that is really a very low value mindset. You'll even meet men like that as well. Men that are like, yeah, I'm a jerk. So, and it's like, they take pride in being like this bad person. And where that comes from is that they have not properly healed from whatever pain they're still harboring over. They embody this sense of feeling negative because that's what they've learned to trust. And in their mind, they may feel as though this is what is going to gain them respect. This is how people will respect me if I come across as being tough or mean or distant or cold, negative, uh, right off the bat, you know, before anybody even does anything, they're already in this mode. They're also very prideful about this mode that they're in. And when it comes to being extra guarded, the problem is that they're so unhealed inside. It takes just the smallest trigger that completely sets them off again. You really are shortchanging yourself and limiting your life experiences by being so guarded. You're not open to accepting abundance and joy and surprises and new experiences and love and all of these great positive things when we're so guarded. When it comes to value, it's all about gain. And it's all about creating the energy of gaining. So if you're extra guarded, no one can gain anything from you and you can't gain anything from anyone else. You're completely closing and blocking yourself off. And if you're just in that time or that space of your life where you're not able to really open up because you're still healing, that's totally okay. Sometimes we need those phases in our lives to not take on any risk whatsoever. But be sure that you are taking the time to properly heal in the meantime so that you can move past this phase. We don't want to stay like this to guard ourselves for the rest of our lives. We want to heal from the experience so that we can move forward and begin to open up again and allow for ourselves to be vulnerable in the future. So those are all of those low value behaviors and why they're low value. And I know that a lot of times these types of mindsets can be really easy to fall into, especially if we're surrounding ourselves with other people that exude that type of behavior. It can become very contagious, but so can high value mindsets and behaviors as well. So I want to go over those. So a high value mindset is one that's confident, has self-love and self-respect, that respects others, that's genuine and authentic. A high value mindset is one that is intentional about their actions. They're direct and they know themselves and set proper boundaries and standards. High value mindsets 
have great time management skills and are self-nurturing. So we're going to briefly touch on all of these. So with that confidence, confidence equates to trust. Whatever you're confident about, you don't have to be confident about everything. But just having that confidence about yourself lets other people know that they can trust you. When you have self-love and self-respect, you're not going to allow for other people to take away from you. You're not going to allow for other people to disrespect you. You're always going to choose the best things for yourself. When you have that sense of self-love and self-respect, you're going to put yourself in positive, healthy environments. You're going to make sure your body is healthy, that your mind is healthy, that you have a strong spiritual, healthy connection. Everything is healthy when we love ourselves and we take time with ourselves. When you take time to love on who you are, it comes out and people want to love you as well. Like attracts like. When we're loving ourselves, we move ourselves up to a frequency of love and we begin to attract more love. It makes other people want to love you more. When you love yourself, you are able to also love others. You build routines that are all about taking care of yourself and that becomes your lifestyle. That becomes your pattern. So naturally, when you meet other people that you value, you're going to exude those same behaviors towards them as well. So when you meet a person that says, I love you more than I love myself, you better run for the hills. Because if they love you more than they love themselves, there's not enough sustainability them to continue to love you to the fullest potential and they're always going to struggle with knowing the best way to love you if they don't have love for themselves if they don't know how to treat their bodies right if they don't know how to invest in a healthy mind and a healthy body how would they know how to do that for you how would they have built that pattern to do it for you as well it's always going to feel forced or a struggle or is always going to feel contradictory towards them. The next high value mindset is to be genuine. Again, going back to the low value mindset of being a copycat, when you're genuine, when you are authentic, you are just who you are. You're not trying to fit a certain box or a certain label. You naturally become your own signature. And you'll begin to meet people and establish relationships. And just by you being who you are and being genuine, they'll begin to say, I thought of you yesterday. I saw this particular thing and it made me think of you. Isn't that amazing to just be who you are and being your natural self that throughout the rest of the world, whatever resonates with your energy will be remembered because... You are exuding that genuine, authentic energy. Even if you may not fit this mold or this particular ideal, you're going to attract 
people that are also more like-minded with you. When we're so focused on trying to be like everyone else, we find ourselves lost and unable to attract the right people in our lives because we're so busy trying to be like everyone else. And then we wonder why we can't meet our soulmates. How can we meet our soulmates if we're not being genuine within ourselves? So I want you to be your authentic self. Be genuine. Love what you love, regardless of the labels or the categories or the boxes that others may try to put you in. And if you naturally love things that are popular, then great. That's okay as well. Don't try to be anything that you're not. With a high value mindset, we're intentional about our actions. So are you intentional with your relationships? Do you go in with the intentions of meeting a certain expectation? Are you just dating just to date, just for fun? That's an intention. Are you dating for marriage? Are you intentional with your work? Are you just checking the boxes? Or are you working with set intentions? Is your intention to be more creative in your workplace? Is your intention to drive results where you're working? When you're intentional, you go far beyond the norm and the average. You're above average, which is highly valuable. You put in more effort and determination when you're being intentional about your actions. The next high value mindset I want to go over is being direct and knowing yourself. When you know who you are, you're less likely to find yourself in troubling circumstances, in environments that you don't want to be in, around people that aren't good for you. When you know yourself, you make the best choices for yourself. Whenever we don't really know who we are, we're kind of floating and we allow for ourselves to just get pushed around into whatever areas we want to be pushed into that other people have chosen for us. We allow for others to choose our own destinies. But when you know yourself, you know what it is you want, what you need, what you desire, what you're capable of and how to do it in your own way. You also set boundaries and proper standards for yourself. When you set boundaries and standards, it lets other people know where you begin and where they end. And people really like boundaries. They like to know where's the line. It doesn't make anyone feel good to walk all over someone else. So set those boundaries and you don't have to be rude or tough or anything like that, but simply just setting a timer of when you're available to just have fluid leisure conversations. When you set those boundaries, everyone else is going to adapt to whatever boundaries you set. It may take some time to adjust, but they will adjust. The next high value mindset I want to go over is time management. 
How are you managing your time? When we manage our times properly, it's because we value our time. And we take our time to make sure that we are living our lives to the fullest potential and capacity with the time that we have. And you prioritize what is most important to you. You don't procrastinate and then cause all the stress and anxiety and break the integrity of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So those were all of the differences between a low value mindset and a high value mindset. And up next, I want to go over high value relationships. How would you rate your relationships that you have with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, with your romantic partner? Well, how would you describe those? Do you feel that they're very valuable? Do you feel fulfilled when you're with them? Do you gain knowledge? Do you give knowledge? Do you gain love and connection? Do you feel respected in your relationships? Take time to really answer these questions. Do you feel like you're in a high value mindset? All of those characteristics that I went over previously. Or do you feel as though you fall right into the trap of low value mindsets and behaviors when you're around certain people? What I would suggest is to reevaluate your connections, approach them with a high value mindset and see where the relationship continues. It will either fall and dissolve or it will be improved greatly. Definitely making sure that your relationships are up to par and valuable are really important to keeping you in a high value mindset. So this concludes establishing a high value mindset. And up next, we're going to go over investing in yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Blend Podcast.